another edition of What About Now, the holiday, I feel like, crud edition of What About Now. Oh. <laughs> I'm welcome, your host. Welcome, welcome. I'm your co host, Darren, and with me, as always, is. Me, Ted. Team Ted. <laughs> team Ted. Go team Ted. Team Ted, yes. What I... About Now, the crappy the, holiday edition. The, 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 the feel like crud holiday edition, yes. <laughs> feel like crud holiday edition. Yes. Now, is it. Are those two things just coincidental, or is like, it's like, it, we could have a holiday edition, we can have a feel like crud edition, but are the two in, in, in intertwined always? Is my question. You, you know, the funny thing is for me is it it seems to be it seems to be around this time. I I don't get sick every year, but whenever I do get sick, it seems to be around holiday time, and I don't know if it's because change of climate what is it i i change, well, change of weather i'm in south florida so that's really like a five degree change uh, it's not it's not really that much um i think when i don't know when that thermostat drop drops below 90 it gets kind of chilly yeah. you know oh, oh my god we've gone to 86 to 84 oh get the sweaters out I, my old relatives in fort lauderdale like my mom was complaining about how it's 70 out they're really chilly because it's 70 out yeah. uh no i don't and think... then i was like then I get the thought, it's like, you know, Mom, I do feel like murdering you, but then, you know, why bother with the effort? I'll just let time take its toll, and, you know, you'll be gone in a couple years anyway. <laughs> I, you know, I, don't, I honestly don't know. I think it could be a couple of contributing factors. I think it could be, it's just, um, I think there's always a little bit extra stress around the holidays with, you know, you got to go shopping, gift giving, uh, you know, family coming in, in-laws coming in, or you're going out of town, or there's always seems to be an extra bunch of running around the last couple months of the year, and that could contribute to it. Um, it could also be that you're out with a lot more people. There's a lot more people in the stores, and you get more into the herd, and that's when bugs get passed around. People and viruses and things like that get passed around was when there's just more and more people around but i mean this is the the flu season this is yeah. you know historically the flu season i don't know why that is but uh, i mean again it, you know maybe south florida is sort of an anomaly because of the climate it's not like the, you know like the rest of the hemisphere where right you know, right yeah i can the, definitely uh, understand the northern that, hemisphere you know the northern states and places where they actually yeah. get this i've heard that there's this uh white substance that comes from the sky that's called snow uh the only white substance that comes from the sky in south florida is if a drug plane drops its cargo before it gets pulled over by the dea that's usually it. it's the white stuff that washes up on shore exactly bundles you know exactly so um yeah uh, uh full uh full uh, uh response here on that is i have never seen snow that's <laughs> a You've never seen I've snow. I've never seen snow. I have Holy never shit. seen snow. I mean, snow. even, I mean, even when I lived in Florida, like I, I'm trying to remember the first time I saw snow, I was probably in the 1980s, and we took a trip to Vegas, and I know you're thinking, oh, the desert, yeah, tons yeah. of snow there. But actually, you drive. We drove, I don't know, a couple hours out of town, up into the mountains, um, and we saw snow. Saw a really disgusting, melty. High altitude snow. It was like this <laughs> spring. And so I think I think that was the first time I saw snow. And then after that, and then the next time I saw snow was the same situation. It was the spring, but it was in Colorado. Go up to the mountains. Like they have snow in 
April up high in the altitudes. It's like real shitty, slushy kind of stuff. But I think I, I have a picture of myself in the 1990s wearing jeans like in, in knee high in snow in Colorado in the spring. Um, so, look, so just let me say, there is opportunity to see snow even though you live in Florida. So you well, of course, to, I can absolutely yeah. positively leave Florida, and I have left Florida. I've just never left at a time where there's actually snow. The closest I came to is I was in Connecticut one year for my cousin's wedding, and it got cold enough to where it started to snow, and you could kind of start seeing it coming down. But once it got close to you, it would melt. It would already start to – because it was too warm for it to actually hit the ground. Well, here's your problem, Darren, is that your your window for experiencing this is kind of closing because as it gets a little bit warmer and warmer – well, first of all, you have an entirely different set of problems because you're in Florida. So – as that sea level slowly creeps up, you're fucked. But also, in the short term, your window is closing. Your ability to see, you know, go up to the mountains to see snow. And so, you know, just, you know, it's, the moral here is just get off your ass and go do something. <laughs> about, yeah? Well, I think even with the most uh, liberal um, uh, projections of, of, of climate change, you're still looking at about. 40 50 years out i think for for true um true dramatic uh impact environmental impact yeah because everything i read the 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 scientists keep like upping their estimate (coughs) and saying though we were acting conservatively and even our our, and uh, like those were way off it's going much faster than our conservative estimates and then there's like all these feedback cycles with like if the permafrost melts you know, do you, do you know about the permafrost? Yeah. I don't want to get too scientific here, no. but do you know about the, the no, permafrost? Yeah. So, um, um, sorry, I keep saying the permafrost. Do you know about the frozen methane at the bottom of the ocean? Oh, now this one's interesting. No, go for it. Me... Basically, um, like on the ocean floor, and I think even as close as like the Carolinas, but there's like these giant chunks of frozen methane. Okay. Um, the ice, you know, giant ice mm-hmm. chunks. Mm-hmm of uh, methane methane gas and... bubbles are trapped in the ice no, no 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 these are this is just methane ice itself okay wow so the entire and, uh, the entire it, thing warm... is, is is ice is is meth- methane frozen uh you know speaking incredibly unscientifically i'd say it's no i don't i don't think it's just it's definitely not just ice with methane in it it's actually frozen methane Okay, now where did it come from? Is this like volcanic underwater activity that, um, that happened? Okay, so I don't know. I don't know where it came, I don't know where it came from. But like this is stuff like it's you know really deep and it's really cold, and like, there's a lot of, there's cold and there's a lot of pressure or whatever. But the, so I can't answer your questions. But let me just get to my point because you're you're clearly finding a lot of holes in my knowledge. No, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to find holes. I'm, I'm actually very interested in this because I have not heard this. So. so. This is this is actually interesting to me because it's, cause, it's, it cause sounds meth- like there's going to be some homework involved. Well, no, because methane gas is actually one of the the, the little talked about contributors to um to uh except global except warming. that methane gas is like there's I don't know what the number is, but it's like something like twenty times the greenhouse gas that CO two is. Exactly. That's the key. That's exactly. The key and, and and a lot of people overlook that, and they overlook the fact that. One of the things that helped contribute to to this 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 change in climate that we're seeing, this warming of the planet, is is our consumption of beef. 
And oh yeah, because yeah, the cows. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and I have to. That's gone globally to places like like China and 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 uh, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, Asia, uh, not India so much, but <laughs> other parts of Asia. Um, uh, certain parts of India, because I mean, there's you realize that like there's a hundred million Muslims. In yes, India I understand. Yes, yes, eat there. beef. That this is true, but uh, overall, that's even even a hundred million people is a very small fraction of the population of India. So yeah, yeah. But anyway, so the point I was trying to get to is that when this frozen methane melts, it's going to release this incredibly potent greenhouse greenhouse gas, and then basically reinforce the heat trapping. So. Right. Right. Um, okay, so that's our science for this week. Uh, what else? But 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 also, let's let's kind of go back to that for a second. I'm not gonna to to drill you on where the methane came from and stuff like that. That might be something you can look up for the next podcast. Of all right, yeah, I'll give you extra credit points or something like that. Uh, wait 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 wait. So I can break the ties? What you're saying? Yeah, sure. Why not? You know what? If you if you can come up with my motivation. good details like, for the frozen Ted, methane. You're, you're mo- <laughs> it's like Ted, your motivation was scientific knowledge and the ability to spread that knowledge. No, I need something more than that. Okay, Point a for bonus team point. Ted. <laughs> yes, there you go. Ding ding. Absolutely, but um, so so where does that put the where does that put the timeline? Uh, I'll, I'm not talking about the the more slowly accelerating signs that we're seeing of climate change right now, like strengthening the hurricanes and uh, uh, increased flooding and stuff like that, which are devastating enough. But I'm talking about like the truly devastating, like three to six foot ocean I don't sea know. rise. I don't know. I mean, because as far as I know, we've we've I haven't really had, had too many scientists talk about it happening in our lifetimes. Um, I, uh... I, I think mostly, you know, our kids possibly are, are more more likely. I think most people are kind of projecting within a century so you're kind of looking at your grandkids which to me is still horrible enough i'm not trying to downplay the dangers of climate change but what i'm saying is is this makes it sound like this is something that we could see happen in our lives we could see the actual uh, devastating i would impacts. Th- i would go ahead and throw out and say probably the end the end of our kids lives you talk about these statistics the average person in the u.s lives in their 70s women live live a little bit older i would throw in i would definitely throw in our kids life the end of our kids lives our children's lives i would i would say that yeah well the the, the average person still lives in their 70s but it's 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 moved into the mid to high 70s for men mid mid for men and high to for females and the fastest growing demographic as far as age groups is centenarians so people are more people are living past 100 now in america than at any time in in our history, it's the fastest growing age group. Um, so there there's a, a very real possibility that that you know you could live well past seventy five or eighty. You could live into your nineties or hundreds. I, I mean, again, every statistic, in every every study, you know, not every study, but a lot of the studies, the the the, the catchphrase is like. By the end of the century, but I'm, um, you know, it's all yeah. The look, timeline. I, I, the timeline is all guesswork, you know. I mean, but let's just—if you want to say, just you know, take a stab and be conservative at the end of the century, then there you go. The end of it—it's it's not going to be our lifetime, but it's going to be slowly creeping up. Right. And and again, you know, like right now, like slowly, 
like the low lying shit is being is is it's affecting today. Right. There's like articles about like oh well, there's places in in Louisiana in the Bayou, or there's places in like there was some article about a Maryland, some island in Maryland that's gonna get swallowed up. So like, it's happening today for the really low lying stuff. Yeah. But like Florida, I don't know. Let me let me throw something out since I'm thinking about Florida, just a train of thought here. But like, um, but and this and this sort of this is a good segue because. I think there's an incredibly untapped audience that we need to tap into. Um, so let's let's have some sort of recurring segment. You know, we'll, we'll come up with a name later, but let's have a recurring segment where we focus on addressing, like, like the paranormal and the fringe theory and the crazy people because it's a huge market. Okay. So let's. So and this is this is just the thought I was thinking of. It's like um, I haven't thought about this in a while but like have you heard of Ed- edgar casey yeah, does the name edgar casey that, that mean anything that to you? name sounds familiar uh i'm gonna be honest i cannot place where i've heard it or what it has to do it, was it something to do with the occult well yeah he was called the sleeping prophet and he was supposed to this incredible guy who could um he could like diagnose people's ailments. He like went into a sleep like trance and he could diagnose people's ailments. He could make predictions about the future. He was like this prophet again, you know, this is revered, um, <clears throat> paranormal figure. And he died, probably died 70 years ago. He probably lived in, I think the early 1900s. Okay. But the reason, the reason why I bring it up is, um, because he did some like sleep drawings where, he like like drew, drew well, like a map of the U.S. is going to be in the future, and like his timeline was probably off because I think it was supposed to be like ten years ago or something, twenty years ago. But uh, the map that he drew was like, like most of Florida was gone, and it was like just like a chunk of the U.S. in the, like the middle of the U.S. But then I it sort of dawned to me, I started thinking about it. It's like wait a minute, if the sea levels rise because of this, then it'll kind of match the Edgar Casey map. I was like, huh, maybe he was right. He was just off by the timeline and we didn't consider like the cause, but maybe it's actually the sea level rising. Um, but I just wanted to throw that in there because now maybe we can get some of those free, maybe we can get some like audience members that like have a great sense of humor, like a little geeky here and there, but also have like a kind of a paranormal kind of crazy streak. There you go. What's that? What's the, uh, what's the radio host name? Art Bell? Is it Art Bell? Uh, yeah, Art Bell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have, he, I think he, like, he went away for many years and he came back. Yeah. Um, I I used to listen to Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie. I don't know if it's still on. George Norrie, that's the other one, yeah. Oh, I used to love this one. But, but let's, how about if we call it, can we call it This Week in Crazy? Uh, but that, how do we differentiate that between This Week and Trump? Um... (laughs) Uh, Who, I mean, I want to just be like paranormal fringe theory kind of shit, but like with Trump, it's kind of overlapping, right? All these conspiracy <clears throat> theories, it's kind of so like. Well, no, I mean, I mean, this week in crazy, uh, I I would say I would say we keep Trump crazy and we keep those type of things the weird. This week in the weird, because that describes more of the paranormal and 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 the. Uh, this, the... But I also wouldn't mind throwing out like conspiracy. If you want to talk about like JFK or something, the JFK assassination, that's not paranormal, but that's like that's a conspiracy. You know, it's like a, um, this week in this week in hmm, uh, I don't know. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna punt right now. We're gonna. We're gonna we're gonna think about okay homework for you homework for you is I got homework I have to look up the origin of 
uh, methane and hydrates, and you have to look up, uh, you have to come up with a better name than this weekend crazy, okay? <laughs> All right, there you go. Um, well, I, uh, full disclosure, I'm not much of a a believer in the unbelievable. Um, I don't have a lot of stock in superstition or paranormal or uh-huh. uh, or even conspiracy theories. I mean, I'm I'm the kind of yes. guy that you really have to go a real long way to prove to me that it wasn't just Oswald, you know, uh, but, <laughs> Harvey Oswald yes, shooting. But the only thing I'm asking for right now is a is a goddamn name. Well, okay, I can give you a goddamn name, but what I'm saying, the name might reflect my uh, my. <laughs> My, oh. my my belief. So my 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 first this guess. Is, bullshit. This, uh, I was going to say this week in tinfoil hat wearing, but you know that's that's perfect. That's fine. I'm perfectly fine with. Okay. This week this week in tin. Let's it's wait. It's it's time to put on our tinfoil hats. Yes. I, and the only reason I disclose that is because when we go into this in further podcasts, I think people will see that you're a little bit more accepting or a little bit more open to some of these possibilities than i've been yeah. that's been our track record through Ooh. i think uh i think you had the whole time life book series and uh i think i was reading playboy i can't remember what we were doing at that point but i i do recall you having a bunch of those, those mis- are, yeah, what yeah, was yeah. A journey mystery- jur- what was it called <laughs> journeys into mystery or the mysteries of the unknown series <laughs> that's it that's it mysteries of the unknown series. yeah time in fact life. i still i still have them of I course you do because my... you don't throw yeah, anything else away <laughs> those things are beautiful and like you know how much all the money i spent on that you think i'm gonna get rid of those, those things no are... I... I know i have them they have to be somewhere in the garage i'm pretty sure they're somewhere in the garage in, in fact you know they're they're so so old and, and so well known i bet you if you went to ebay right now you could probably get sell that entire set for like eight dollars and fifty cents you know really get Ooh. get your money back on that one so. and like about a hundred dollars in shipping <laughs> exactly because those things are heavy hey, hey media okay, mail so... buddy that's always where they go <laughs> media mail okay so the only I, I like your name except for let's have one correction because when's the last time you went to the store and bought tinfoil it's aluminum foil <laughs> jackass <laughs> It's aluminium. <laughs> aluminium. That's, it's like everybody still says, or I still say that, yeah, but get the tinfoil. It's not tinfoil. It's aluminum foil. It's I you understand could say put on, but, but You could say put on but, your foil hats. I'll accept foil. I'm just saying the colloquial phrase is tinfoil, tinfoil. hat. So <sighs> it's, okay. it's, we're, not, we're not looking for the absolute accuracy in the periodic table here. We're looking for the colloquial <laughs> phrase. But he, but he, Here's the problem, is that I was going to actually make a foil hat, and then when we have the segment, I was going to say, oh, let's, let's actually put on our hat. And I would wear the hat while we're talking about it. And then we could hear the rustling on the, the microphone. It would be glorious and awful at the same time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to find an, an old pair of uh, rabbit ear antennas from an old black and white TV and stick them in my tinfoil hat. <laughs> it could be like My Favorite Martian. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, so uh, what else? So yeah, I, I, I'm good with that. Let, we can we can start. You know, anytime you want to bring in your news of the weird, uh, we'll 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 have our tinfoil uh, or aluminum foil hat section. Uh, news and aluminum foil hat wearing for the for the week. We can, All right, we can... and also since we're we're talking about segments, um, I want to this this seems to be a recurring segment. So because I have some more emails that I need to discuss. So first we need a name for that because it sounds like you know we're, we're ripping off a classic Letterman bit, you know, viewer mail or whatever. But, um, 
Yeah. Listener mail. It's our homage to Dave, so we have our listener mail. I think I think everybody rips off everybody. So I mean, it's not Dave. Dave himself said he they ripped off they ripped off the top ten list from USA Today because remember when they moved when Dave moved to CBS, he was basically saying to NBC, "Look, no, we're not going to stop doing the viewer mail." Or sorry, the top ten list uh-huh. because we ripped off the top ten list from USA Today. There you go. So we're not going to stop doing it. You, know? <laughs> so like, you can't claim, you know, they, he said that NBC couldn't claim ownership to it because they ripped it off from somebody else. I'm like, yeah, whatever. So it's not a rip off. It's an homage. It's, it's our listener homage. mail. There you go. I'm good um, with that. Last, last week, uh, it was from our pretend sponsors. And um, I wanted to, I wanted to have a chance to mention some more pretend emails. Okay. So I got a couple of emails. Oh wait, I have a better just, name than listener mail. Podcast posts podcast the pod post the pod posts a podcast and a pod post the pod post yes i, I like alliteration. alliteration yes, yes. oh my god <laughs> oh my god so. i'm sure our english teachers in high school would be so proud <laughs> oh it has nothing so to do proud. with our english teachers we know it has to do with comic books lois lane clark kent peter parker <laughs> come on i never really cons- i never really considered that until just now yes every single comic every single Big comic book character is full of alliteration. Bruce Banner, J. Jonah right, Jameson. But, but where did you learn the the proper name of the term? Probably English class. Shut up. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm like. Thank you, Miss Snyder. <laughs> uh, I only had her. I only had her for um, one freshman English. Everything else was gifted class. Yeah. But it was also. Um, did we have the same? We had, I think we had, what, did we have three of the four same teachers? Oh, we had so many of the same teachers as far as English goes. No, I, yeah. I mean English, in terms of English. Uh, we had Mrs. Carr. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Carr. Chambers. Mrs. Chambers. But 10th grade, it was Miss, I can't think of her name, but I don't know that we had the same 10th grade English teacher. I think for Miss, for 10th grade, I think I had Miss Sherwin. So, yes, that I sounds, had Miss Sherwin. That does sound familiar. But I, does sound familiar. I'm not sure if you were in that class or not. Or if you did, you oh, might have had her at a separate time. Yeah, I think I had her early in the day. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so back to the pod post. Pod post. Uh, yes, yes. So uh, in case you missed it in the news, we had a couple celebrity deaths the past week or so. What? Yes. So one of them was uh, you know, a beloved actress, um, Della Reese, passed away. Yes. And another one was... Uh, What's the opposite of beloved? A reviled, a reviled <laughs> celebrity, reviled infamous person, Charles Ch- Chuckles, Charlie Manson died. And so, coincidentally, I, I received a couple emails from them from the afterlife. So I thought I would share these emails. With, wait, wait. With you. Charles Manson and Della Reese sent you emails? Yes. They They're did. listening? No, the, they were listeners? No, no, not, they're, they're listeners now in the afterlife. Oh, that's wow. That's the thing. Yes, yes, see, so they sent me emails. So the interesting thing here is that, in fact, in heaven and hell, they have internet connectivity. What? <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? I know, I didn't know either. But they have, I don't know, I don't know if it's like... That, I bet I bet it runs on, like, those South Korean speeds, because I know it's not the... No. <laughs> yeah, man. That's. I guess it's a give and take, right? Because, like, the South Koreans in Seoul, like, in any given moment, like, shells can just start... 
raining down from North Korea. But on the other hand, their internet is like a zillion times faster than ours. This is true. You, you get some, you, you know, give some. <laughs> it's give and take. There's always a trade-off in life, right? Yeah. But uh, anyway, so I just want to share, just give you a rough summary of the emails. Sort of paraphrase. So for, I'm going to say this. From Delory, she sent an email from heaven. Okay. Um, so, you know, I was very excited. You know, she's... Um, She's doing great up in heaven. Like I said, they have internet connectivity. Who knew? Who knew that they get internet in heaven? But she's doing great up there. And, she, you know, they were, it turns out she's really popular in heaven because obviously she was untouched by an angel for so many years that she's somewhat of a celebrity. Yeah. You know, not just because she was an actress, but, you know, they really like her. Like, you know, it's good PR you know, police work. <laughs> Exactly. Basically, police officers like all the actors from the cop shows. So, like, so all the people in heaven, you know, really like Delores and she's doing great up there. Um, and she says that they have, um, all the free Brookside candies you can eat, including the mango flavor. Wow. So uh, she's clear. She tells me she's on Team Ted. Oh, well, okay, okay. Yeah, so. I'll take you your go. word for that. One, one more uh, edition of Team Ted Delories. Just, so, just a shout out to Delories if you're listening. Keeping up with the show. Awesome. Glad to have you. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? Um, get to, because uh, anyway, I got an email from Charlie Manson. And, uh, you know, I mean, given it's such a, we're, we're such, er, we're so early in the game. We have so few listeners. I mean, we can't really be choosy about who we have as listeners. Anyway, so, you know, begrudgingly, we're going to accept him as a listener. So he, he sent an email from hell telling us that he is, in fact, listening from hell. He does. They do have internet connectivity in hell, right? I was really um, surprised he went to hell. I'm, 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 I'm shocked on that. Where was he supposed to go? Oh, no, it was hell. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, so the, the the downside is that they only have dial-up in hell. So, I mean, that's part of hell, is that they do have internet, but it's really slow 28-8 dial-up. Ah. Uh, let's see, what else is going on? He's hanging out down there, you know. Um, he listens to the show because, it, it turns out, in hell, they have our show on continuous loop. It's, it's part <laughs> of the torture. When they're when they're not playing, it's a small world after all. They alternate they alternate between that and our show on continuously. Uh, let's see what else. What else? Also, so just some finer points about hell. Uh, there's a lot of really long lines in hell. So obviously, he relates to you and your your Star Wars celebration experience. So Charlie Manson is on Team Darren. Oh. Like... So there you go. So now you have what we each have one more on our team. You get Charles Manson. And I get Delores. And we know whenever Charles Manson and followers mix together, nothing bad ever happens. <laughs> no. no. So. so a shout out to Charlie Manson. He's burning in hell. <laughs> and Delores, who's enjoying her time in heaven in the afterlife. Wow, that's that's wonderful. Wonderful. And that yeah. I take it that is our week in uh, pod posts. Pod posts, <laughs> yes. And just, uh, I just want to mention that forever Delores will be... So when if I say Delores, who what role comes to mind? Because for me, it's always going to be the only thing I think of with her is the role she played in Harlem Nights as Eddie Murphy's adoptive mom. Uh, Harlem Nights. That's just my. <laughs> that's what I think of when I think of Delores. Believe it or not, I go much more innocent than that. Um, really? When I was young, about my oldest daughter's age, I guess I was probably about five or six at the time. I really loved the movie The Fox and the Hound. Disney really, movie. she yeah. was in that. Yeah, she was the voice of the uh, the owl in uh, Fox wow. and the Hound. Yes, because she was so horribly filthy 
in, in Harlem <laughs> Nights. And then I, I say horribly filth, filthy, and I should say wonderfully filthy. Yeah. She was so wonderfully filthy in Harlem Nights. And she was all of a sudden kids with me. So, wow, so we have incredibly different, like, remembrances of Del yes, Reese. But yes. she was so – that tells me that she was incredibly versatile. Well, incredibly, of course. Of course. Yeah, well, touched by singing. an angel could, you know, just yeah. – you know, but then Harlem Nights could uh, just uh, show you that dichotomy you know, there. So. And she started as a singer in the 50s and the 60s. Yeah, yes. Anyway, so the world is a little bit uh, sadder because Delores is, is gone. Yes, yes. I really liked her. But then again, you know, it's all about what are we, what's the theme of tonight's, tonight's show is about give and take, right? Like South Korea, like, you well. Give a little, you give a little, yes. yes. Yeah, we lose Delores, but we also lose Charlie Manson. So yes. there's balance. There's yes, balance. There's balance. There's balance. There's balance. A balance that seems to be, you know, strangely lacking in most of the most of the world yeah. news these days. So it's uh, it's uh, what was that? Uh, what was that Seinfeld episode where he just he was just always made it right in the middle. He, he, he was he was always evened up. <laughs> um, I don't remember that one. What detail? There was there was an episode of Seinfeld where, where Jerry it, it always broke even for him. And it didn't matter what if he if he lost, uh, huh. you know, if he lost five dollars in, in, in on the street, then he'd go and find five dollars in his pocket. You know, I don't remember that. Uh, one, huh? if, yeah, uh, and, and I believe also that in that episode, like Kramer was like hitting it big on everything, and of course George was failing miserably on everything. Uh. So, <laughs> so they were the two extremes, and Jerry was right in the middle the entire time. So, <laughs> oh man. That's another show where there's like a couple episodes, probably some of the early ones. I haven't seen them all. Yeah. So. Yeah. One of these years I'll get to it. What else? What else? Oh, um, um, just a quick note. I think last week I also talked about how I was officially and completely a Gaylord. Did I? Do you remember that from yes, last week? Yes. Yes. And I. Or, or and la- I last show. Commended you for coming out. Now, I'm afraid I spoke too soon. Uh oh. Because I guess technically and legally speaking, it's still accurate. But I just found out that they're building a new Gaylord. Well, you know, it's still accurate. It's not built, so. It's not built, but it's about halfway complete. In about another year, there's going to be a new Gaylord, and then I will I will regress, and I will <laughs> no longer be a complete Gaylord. Oh, well, so are you saying at that point you only have the tip in? You have to get... <laughs> You have to get the rest in when it opens up. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I look forward to the day. Completion. Go to completion. But um, the cool thing about it is it's right by the Denver airport. So, you know, I make frequent trips. Not you know, Every couple of years I take a trip to Denver. So um, I've already planned out. I've already planned out my next trip to the, the, the new Gaylord. Oh, okay. Well, good. <laughs> when, and when well, no, be- because like... In a couple of years, um, my youngest niece is going to be graduating high school, and I always go out there for the graduation. Ah. So by that time, hopefully, the new hotel will be built, and I can kind of, you know, combine things. There you go. There you go. So you can go but, stay at uh, the Gaylord while you go for the graduation. So. Oh, God, no. We can't afford to stay there anymore. <laughs> it's going to be just a pop-in. Ah, gotcha. I don't know. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, man. Can't afford to stay there. <laughs> Um, um yeah we'll see 
What else? What else is going on with you? Got any stories? Got anything you want to talk about? I mean, I got. I just got to kind of. I don't have any big stories this week. I just have kind of little. Yeah. Kind of, kind of yeah. Short. So yeah, I have two I, small stories. Ex- but like, what else you got? I I really don't have much. I was expecting, you know, with holidays and with uh, family to get getting together and in laws and my mother in the same room that something tremendously humorous or criminal would have happened uh and um but nothing you got nothing, nothing. Like, it was it you was, didn't even like uh try to sabotage things it, to try to like cause, it, to try to generate a story the, the most surprising aspect about the holiday the, the thanksgiving holiday was how unsurprisingly calm it was it was just there was wow nothing out of the ordinary everybody was fine everybody had a good time it was like we even had like almost the right amount of food we didn't even have a ton of leftovers so it was it was really really strange how un un uninspiring and uneventful it was you know it was was just it was just fine (laughs) that's and i'm almost disappointed (laughs) was it like you and the like the extended family, like the in-laws, who who was it? It was it was yeah, it was of course the immediate family, me, the wife, and the kids, and then uh, wife's parents, your mom, yeah, my mom, uh, her boyfriend, um, uh, just in-laws or anything, brothers-in-law, sister, yeah, brother-in-law, anything? sister-in-law, and their kids, and then uh, mother and father-in-law, and that was it. Uh, we didn't have anybody else. Uh, no no friends this year. We've had. We've had bigger ones before in the past with 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 friends and stuff like that, but everyone's kind of gotten scattered to the winds and or working or whatever. So it was it was a very small party this year and uh, huh. very quiet and uh, it was good. It was good. Wow. It was a good time. Everyone seemed to be happy and filled and got to watch some football and <coughs> my fantasy team stinks and that's it. <laughs> So it sounds like you gotta you gotta spike the punch next year. You gotta like drum up a little business. You know, this oh, is all... I, I mean, no, there was there was plenty of alcohol there. Everybody who wanted to drink did drink. You know, wine was poured, liquor was poured. Huh? But nobody misbehaved. Everybody was happy and chatty and getting along. And maybe my family got replaced by pod people. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, it it sounds like it's the calm before the storm. Yeah, I can't wait till Christmas. <laughs> Ooh, man. Well, I guess I I could say congratulations on yeah. your happy. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I know it doesn't make for interesting podcast talk. <laughs> How about is was there some interesting food? Maybe some unique food that everybody everybody would hear it and be like, "Well, what the hell are you talking about? Some weird any weird food?" No, we, we're we're very Nothing? we're very traditional. Uh, you know, turkey, green bean casserole, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes. Um, I would say that if there's anything that's a little off, um, that that maybe some other people Thanksgiving is my mother-in-law makes this thing called cranberry fluff, which is just basically she mixes like cranberries with a lot of sugar and a ton of marshmallows and makes like this like fluffy kind of cranberry thing that is really too sweet for me, but the kids absolutely flip and love it. So the kids gobble that up. Um, Yeah, man, I, I really wish I could say, boy, all this crazy shit happened, but 
It did not. There was nothing out of the ordinary right. this this Thanksgiving. So, I mean, I hope my, you can pick my, up the slack. <laughs> no, not really. Honestly, I mean, just we took a drive. So the only the only you know minor thing was just that we we went to Philadelphia and normally, which is like a one and a half two hour drive, was about a three hour drive, and that was it. I just a lot of traffic. Um, otherwise, spinach balls. I mean, the key <laughs> the key. Let's, let's spinach balls. We, we were at the cousin's house. and you know, they... uh, I've already got the phrase that pays. So. <laughs> spinach balls. I mean, the food was great as usual because, you know, cousin Susan and company make, you know, they're, they, you know great, great food, delicious food. I always look forward to it. And uh, the appetizer were really interesting. And they she, somebody baked, it was like these balls of spinach and cheese with like some crust. And I loved them. I ate like five of them and then we took a another 10 of them home for leftovers and and um man i just i ate the last spinach ball yesterday or the day before and i'm like i'm gonna have to make my get the recipe make my wife make because i love the spinach balls <laughs> they really they were they were cheese balls they were like spinach and cheese balls it's like it can't I, I have to emphasize it was like spinach cheese balls not just spinach but uh you couldn't shove you enough I mean? balls in your mouth this thanksgiving yes mm. just couldn't they were green green balls <laughs> um so let's see. I just had a lovely time. Had a lovely time. Wow, what a couple of boring old fucks we are. <laughs> yeah. No, no crazy stuff. No nothing. No, that's. Um, I mean, you know, because it's challenging. Act. You know what the weird thing was is that. Um, I was really watching what I was eating because I I figured I would gorge myself. So like, all throughout the day I was like really tight in what I was eating. Um, you know, having a little something for lunch, a little something for breakfast. And I actually lost a pound when I weighed myself the next morning after Thanksgiving. What? I, I lost a pound on Thanksgiving. That's the weird shit right there. Because spinach balls made you shit a lot, maybe? I don't know. No, 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 because I spent my time chasing after my daughter. Ah. The thing is, is that I, I had daughter duty. <laughs> and so I didn't get to stuff my face as much because... I was too busy trying to stuff her face yes. and try to keep track with her. And so that I was burning extra calories and then not having the opportunity to like eat too much. Yeah. Like just like an, I ate like a normal amount, not like a, a, a like, legal amount. <laughs> so like you combine those two and um, I actually lost a pound. That was the weird thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, but congratulations. There you go. Yeah. Oh, no, it's back. I just uh, this evening I remember that we had uh, Girl Scout cookies in the oh. in the fr- hidden in the fridge outside, so I had I dove into those. But uh, that was I still you know, I still I still have chocolate cream pie in my refrigerator. So ooh yes. What else? What else? Um, no, just uneventful. Just a lovely time. And um, uh, let's see. I was gonna. I had an interesting. I went. I just want to. So maybe this will segue us into. Uh, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out. I want you to think about it in the back of your mind, and I'm gonna tell my story, and then maybe you'll have something. But like, I want you to cue up some sort of embarrassing story. Not not none of mine. Okay, I know you got all my embarrassing stories. Cue. Up, think about some sort of something that my, that happened to you that was like just slightly embarrassing in public. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you my story, and then we'll circle back to you. Boy, I'm that's but, that's tough. <laughs> Um, no, I just had, we had an evening, uh, we were in downtown Baltimore, I can't remember what we were doing, um, we went down there for something, that's right, I think, that's right, we ended up, 
meeting meeting grandma in town. She was in town and uh doing getting some seeing some doctors in downtown Baltimore. So we met met her there, had uh had dinner with her and then I was like screw it. You, you know, you dra- you drag me to downtown, we're going to the kick- cookie place. There's a there's a cookie store. It's called um Insomnia Cookies. I don't know if it's a I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a chain. I don't no, know how, I've not. how widespread they but they they're basically it's just a little tiny cookie shop. Now these are not the cookie. crappy cookies that you try to smuggle into the No uh, okay. <laughs> no. Oh god no. These are these are great. Delicious cookies and they have ice cream and you can get cookie ice cream sandwiches. It's and they deliver and they're open till three AM. <laughs> Unfortunately or maybe fortunately, but they're out of my delivery area because I'm uh, downtown Baltimore. But uh, they're open till three because they cater to like the partiers, and they they deliver within like a three three mile radius or something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so we took a trip there. We also actually we started at the cookie place, then we ended up back at Chick Fil A. But we were at the cookie place. It was kind of interesting because we went in, we parked, we went in, and while we were inside, some commotion started to happen outside. Like I and and. My first instinct is, was to say, like, of some sort of homeless person, but in retrospect, I don't think it was necessarily a homeless person. I think maybe it was just, like, a couple drunk people. But, like, there was a guy, we were sitting there eating our cookies, me and my wife, my daughter. This guy, this older guy, probably had been drinking. He pokes his head in to the door, and he's like, hey, can you call 911? There's a crazy lady out here yelling at me. And then, like, we hear, like, the like right outside the window, like, there's this lady, I don't know, she was definitely inebriated maybe crazy maybe homeless i don't know but it could have been just a belligerent drunk person right for all i know and it's just like screaming screaming and cursing and yelling at this guy he's like and the guy's yelling i'm gonna call nine i'm calling 911 she's like i don't care the cops i'm gonna be gone when the cops are here like all this is going on so like we're inside the store and then like like she's screaming profanities and like my daughter is there my two-year-old daughter is there and we're like, we're trying to calm her down. We're like, yeah, trying to keep her away from, you know. And uh, so, like, the guy, the the, the the very nice, it was, like, only one employee of the store. So, like, he leaves the store and he locks the door. So, he basically locked this inside the cookie store. Okay. I don't know if you've ever, ever had any dreams where you got locked inside <laughs> the cookie store. But, like, that's a, that's a pretty good thing. And then, then the other, my other observation was that... It really makes the cookies more delicious when there's a crazy person, crazy drunk person outside <laughs> screaming profanity. It somehow makes the chocolate chip cookies taste so much better. I don't know what it is. It's the idea that it might be your last cookie ever, so. <laughs> I better enjoy this because I don't know what's going to happen next. It's, so, it's like that scene from Fight Club after, like, you know, they, uh, after Tyler Durden you know, holds the gun. To that one convenience store guy, or whatever, and he's like, "That guy, to, you know, tomorrow, his breakfast is gonna taste like a feast, or whatever." You know. <laughs> but uh, that's that's not the embarrassing part. But the embarrassing part was afterwards we went to Chick Fil A, and we sometimes go to that Chick Fil A because it, it's like part of our, you know, it's it's right near where like a regular area that we go to in Baltimore, that particular Chick Fil A, but. Uh, so the wife went and sat down with the kids, and I got the food. Or not, um, 
Actually, at the point, I don't think I had the food. I just had, like, I was carrying three drinks. So I wasn't kind of paying attention. I was literally carrying, like, two drinks and then that cup that they give you. They're kind of holding on my hands. I'm walking, kind of not looking. And I look up, and I see, you know, um, a lady and a kid sitting in a, a booth, like our favorite booth. And I walk over, and I'm not looking. And I set the drinks down. I go, oh, you took our favorite booth. And I look up, and it's not my wife and kids. <laughs> And I'm sitting down my drink, and they're like, she's just giving me this really weird look. And I look up, and I go, oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm at the wrong table. <laughs> and then my wife is, like, on the other side of the restaurant. And my wife is, like, kind of making a joke. My wife's like, I'm over here. So she's like, don't pay attention to him. He's a, you know, he's an idiot or whatever. <laughs> like, I'm over here. I'm over here. We're sitting over here. It's like, that's not your wife. And then, then the lady kind of relaxed because... She saw that, like, my wife was, like, on the other side of the restaurant. And, like, it was all, like, family. And there was, like, it was, like, nothing but, like, f- parents and kids and on tables. But So, like, I was slightly embarrassed, but we all laughed it off. And then, like, everybody was, like, joking around. Even, like, other parents were, like, making jokes about it or whatever. That's not too bad. But, I mean. No. But, so, like, it was just sort of, I want to know, can you think of a similar situation? And go. Okay. Well, um... This is a really short one, but it's pretty embarrassing. Um, okay. A few years ago, uh, I just had the one child, and she was, let's say she was two at the time. Uh, and I was at the post office with my wife. I, we were mailing something out. I can't recall what. Um, but it was, it was starting to get kind of crowded. And I'm holding my daughter, and I have her on my left shoulder, so my daughter... It's kind of blocking everybody behind me. I'm holding her, but you know my daughter's kind of like cutting off my peripheral vision to everybody behind me. And so I decide that you know we're at the counter and my wife's paying for everything. I decide this is the point where I'm going to like start moving out of the way and heading towards the car while she's finishing up or whatever. And as I do that, my foot strikes. I think it was probably the base of the guardrail, uh, and I start to 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 stumble forward and fall and I've got my daughter in my arms and I'm afraid uh-huh. I'm going to go ahead and fall. So I stick my right hand out to stop myself from falling, which I did. Unfortunately for me, I stopped myself from falling by putting my hand firmly on the breasts of the woman behind me in line. <laughs> and <laughs> it's truly true. It does not take long to realize you're touching a woman's breasts. <laughs> okay, so what was her reaction? Uh, strangely enough, a very big smile. <laughs> not the least bit upset. Because she could see what was going on, and I really did yank my hand back like I had just touched a hot stove. I mean, I did not... <laughs> I was like, whoa, I know what this is. This is not yours. Pull it away now. And I just like, my eyes went wide. I was like, I'm so sorry. And she just smiled at me. And I just like scurried out of there. I didn't, I didn't wait for anything else. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> so what you're saying is she fell for the old, I'm falling with the kid trick. Uh, I didn't realize there was an old, I'm falling with, with the kid trick. But I might have invented it. So, but yeah. Now, um. That was my embarrassing story. <laughs> now, oh, God. I think, can you call that the Senator Franken? The Senator Franken move? Um, 
I still think intent has a lot to do with it. So <laughs> it was never my intention to grasp this woman's breast. The fact of the matter is I didn't even see her. <laughs> now, give me some details about this woman. Age, um, voluptuousness, etc. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I was so embarrassed. I made a fleeting glimpse at her when I when I realized what I was doing and didn't record much of her physical attributes really? at all because I, I just wanted to get out of there. I just So you don't even know like how big the boobs were? Oh, uh, they they were at least a handful. <laughs> you know, so, That's not telling me yeah, much. No, uh, uh, no, I'm not I'm not No details. Well nah, okay. Yeah, just no, trying, it was it was just trying to... it was way too embarrassing for me at that time for me to have any real pleasure out of the whole experience. So which do you, which do you think is more embarrassing? The 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 falling boob grab or the set my stuff down on the wrong on a stranger's table. I think which is more embarrassing. I don't know. I think whenever you 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 accidentally come in contact with some woman's or some someone of the opposite sex is uh uh, part of the body that you can drive sexual pleasure from. Yeah, nah, I think that wins. <laughs> All right, that's an interesting. One. I want to you come up with that pretty quick. Okay, so the the the, the you you caught yourself from falling on using boobs. Yes, a or it just one. I didn't I didn't grab both. I just got one. So <laughs> okay, one boob yes. singular using the boob. Yes. But like, you, did you put your full weight on her, or did you just kind of like catch your balance on her? Because I just like, caught. No, I just caught. My, I didn't like fall into her and like knock her over. It's just caught, catch my balance. That's okay. all I was doing. I was going to catch my balance, okay. and, and I, as flailing flailing out to do so, <coughs> my hand came in contact with her breast, <coughs> but full on, you know, hand right over it. <coughs> you have to excuse the coughing and stuff. So. Oh yeah, that's what you're just. You're fine to call. Okay, interesting, interesting. So, um, maybe we should say, okay, well, all of our, all of our listeners should email us, and uh, send us a mildly embarrassing story. Oh, I can't wait to see Charlie Manson's slightly embarrassing stories. <laughs> okay, so that means now in the next couple of weeks, I gotta come up with some fake embarrassing stories from Della Reese and Charlie Manson. <laughs> I assume that Del Della Reese will email me and say, you know, one time I was in this line in a post office in South Florida. <laughs> and some guy fell over and he grabbed my boob. No, it was it was trying to brace his it break was, his fall. No, I, I, she was younger she was younger than Della Reese. I think she might have been Hispanic. So but but okay. younger. Probably in her thirties, forties. Yeah. It's not you know it's like, there's worse boobs I could have grabbed probably, I'm sure. But yeah. <laughs> But I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to make it seem like anything than what it was, which was a completely, totally unintentional gaffe on my part. So. Interesting, interesting story. Okay. I've never, I've never heard that story. That's the weird thing. It's like, I've never heard that story before. Huh. All right. So, yes, embarrassing story emails, and I guess this would be a good time to mention. May as well throw out the. Uh, we're still looking for a listener prime. Oh, let's just let's do an update. Let's do a social media update. Social media update. Da, 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 uh, da, let's da, see. Da. Let's see what we talked about. We have a, a Twitter page at What About Now Pod. We also have a Facebook page that's the same handle at What About Now Pod. And there's virtually nothing on there right now. At some point, I'm going to. Um, one of the first things I'm going to do is I'm going to keep a tally of all our gifts for the listener prime. 
I just need to finish that. But, okay. Uh, okay. So that's that's one of the first things. But like, I figured it'd be a cool place to like in the notes, go to the notes section, where we can sort of like have ongoing things, like keep keep our score. Who's on Team Ted and Darren? What's our score? What's our listener prime prizes? Things like that. As well as uh, maybe people will post there or whatever. But at what about now pod? But so that would be a good segue to say, well, what's um, if if somebody this week were to email Darren and Ted at gmail dot com and you know we don't know them and they should become if they become listener prime, what what would they win? And what's the well? I guess we've already said the phrase that pays is uh, spinach balls. Uh, spin, spinach balls. <laughs> well, anything? Can you think of anything they might win? Huh. You know, maybe I, I could make you contribute something to this, something that you could Uh-oh. add into it. Um, now, how would that work, though? Would I mail them to you, and then you would send them out? We could, How's that we could spend, make, uh, make me contribute. We, how dare you be so presumptuous? <laughs> uh, well, I was thinking uh, maybe a nice chocolate chip cookie from this cookie place you went to that I, I've forgotten the name of now. <laughs> so, okay, so what you're saying, if I... Correct me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm understanding correctly, but... You are giving me an assignment to go back to the cookie place. Um, if we have an, uh, 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 somebody that uses the phrase that pays, absolutely, you have to go back to the cookie place. So you're saying I have to in order to fulfill my obligations. Yes, I know. I'm twisting. As a, as a co-host, twist. in order to be an honorable and reliable um, co-host, I would I would be required to go back to the cookie place. Yes. And get a cookie. Yes. 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 You know what? I, I don't really think that's going to be a problem. I think you'd be okay with that. I think I am okay with that. <laughs> I just had one cookie. I just had a one okay. freak out moment just a second ago. I'm, 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 I'm in my house. Everybody's asleep. I'm furthest part away from the house from everything. From So, so people uh-huh. can't hear me. And in the kids' play area, I just heard one of the toys go off and start talking. <laughs> and the house is like completely dark. And I know it's just a dumb cat stamp standing on something over there. I know the cat did it or something like that, but still, you know, you're sitting here talking to somebody, everybody's asleep, and all of a sudden you hear, nah, nah, nah. it's a little freaky. <laughs> so, in case you pick up something like that on the podcast, a faint, faint little nah, 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 in the background, that's uh, demonic toys. So, <laughs> now, if, what happens if your recorder also picks up like. Like a, like a sound coming from your underwear, like a, like a slight pooping sound coming from your underwear. <laughs> like, uh, the brown note. Okay, so yes, the brown note. So, so should I should I return the favor and say that, like, we'll have two prizes. One will be a cookie from Insomnia Cookies. And another will be a stripper's g-string that you will provide. <laughs> like, I will give you an, I will give you an excuse to go get a stripper's g-string. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> at at, you know where I'm gonna send you? No, no, no. <laughs> That's a disgusting no, place. No. How about how about this? Um, the carcass of a raccoon. <laughs> Much more likely. <laughs> or to our long, or my, car- long- or my carcass when those raccoons <laughs> take me down. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so then I'm going to go ahead and this is going out to our raccoon listeners. The raccoons, you need to bring in Darren's carcass because we're going to send Darren's we're going to send Darren's carcass <laughs> to our listener prime. There you go. So for now, we're just going to stick with uh, some sort of some sort of petrified cookie from uh, from uh, Insomnia Cookie. So am I going to have to I'm going to have to get it and then like send it to you and then you'll send it to him something like that. 
Yeah, or, or you you can send it separately in a another package to the same address that we'll get. Something like that. Yeah, we'll figure it yeah. out in this hypothetical future when we do this. Um, I guess, and then I'm thinking like maybe it'll be a sugar cookie because I don't want like a melty chocolate cookie or something. So. Oh yeah, or you can you can get some uh, you can put it in a plastic bag and put some freezer packs around it or something like that if you want. Fucking the free! Are you kidding me? Freezer packs? <laughs> All right. So, how about it? We're gonna send a human organ. We're gonna send a trace. Ladies, a heart ladies and gentlemen who listen to this podcast, if you're deciding which team to be on, Team Darren or Team Ted, Team Ted just revealed himself to be a cheap bastard. So, <laughs> no, Fuck. I'm a lazy bastard. Not a cheap bastard. <laughs> Fuck you and your how freezer packs. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm a lazy bastard. Oh, okay. Let's get it right, oh, please. Sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Please. <laughs> that was born out of laziness, not cheapness. Okay, I apologize. Ice pack. Come on, <laughs> silliness. All right, so I'm at. Wow, I, I am. That's okay. So we got a little twist here. Yeah, well, I am providing the uh, cookie. So yeah, okay. I agree. I agree. All right. That gets me. That gets me another trip to Insomnia Cookies. I'm in. What else? What else is going on? Um, story. I got one more story. If you want to do another quick story, yes, go for it. This hour is just flying by. Um, so, um, we're members of the YMCA. Um, do they? Are, I guess are, yeah, are, they have them. That's right. Are you the They're Indian chief or the cop? Uh, let's see. I guess the question would be: If you wanted, which village people member are you? <laughs> that, huh. that sounds like one of those BuzzFeed quizzes or something like exactly. that. Exactly, it's some stupid Facebook, whatever. Which village people? Which village person are you? I don't know. I mean, you had the construction worker, the cowboy, the the Indian, the the sailor. Who else? Uh, well, let's see. There's the Indian chief. Cowboy, the leather guy, the biker, yeah, the construction worker. When this a sailor, yeah, <coughs> a cop. I uh, don't know that I identify with any of those. Um, they don't have like you know, they didn't have like comic book collectors in the their village people. <laughs> let me so let me spin it. The way I would have to visualize it would be which one, which one would I like to dress up as? Yes. So I can't really relate to any of those person, but. Which one would be the most interesting to dress up there as? There you go. I think, you know what? I think I would go with, there was, um, wasn't the lead singer, not a sailor, but like, a, didn't he wear like a military uniform? Yes, like yes. army uniform yeah. or something? Although I think in the I'm, in the Navy song, he wore a sailor's outfit because it was in the Navy. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of the one like, well, what would, what would like most turn on the ladies? Or guys or whatever when I dressed up as one. But like I'd see the sailor. Nothing impresses like a man in uniform. So I a man in uniform. I don't know. I think that would be the most. Cause like oh man, I was listening. Not listening. I was um, going through my old going through my old photos and I came across a, a photo of my dad in his Air Force uniform back in like you know when he like from 1952 or something. Okay. And it was like a, it was like a head, a head not just a headshot but like a. Like a waist shot, and he was wearing a coat and his had a hat on, and it was his Air Force outfit. And I was like, "Ah, oh, man, what a cool pick of dad!" You know. So there you go. So I'll relate to that. Me playing dress up in a, a military uniform. What about you? Well, when I think village people, I 
first and foremost think which one's going to turn on the ladies because, you know, nothing screams yeah. lady killers like the village people. <laughs> um, agree, agree. <laughs> um, I would have to say if that is your goal in dressing up, then who doesn't love a good cowboy? Cowboy. Who doesn't love a good cowboy? So you're going to be the cowboy, I'll be the military guy. All right, all right. Yeah. A cowboy I mean, with the hat. Of course. With the outfit, yeah. The spurs okay. and assless chaps, of course. What, why are we talking about this again? <laughs> so I said something about the wife. Oh, yeah, you said YMCA. you remember the YMCA, and I made that. I am aware of this. Oh. And ironically, like every time I go there, it's like, of course I hear that song in my head. It's like, how? why do they not just play that song in a loop at the YMCA? I don't understand. <laughs> But uh, uh, so we belong to the YMCA. Actually, belong to the YMCA and to and to um, and what, what the fuck is it called? Uh, Planet Fitness. We actually belong to both. We have we have a family membership to the Y. I almost never go to the Y, but they have so they have a swimming pool. So that's like a kid centric thing. Um, the cool thing that they have is that um, if for some reason. Like, my wife's busy, or she's out of town, whatever. I, obviously, I, I can't go to the other one. But I could go to the YMCA because of this thing called Stay and Play. So they basically have, like, it's uh, babysitting. So you can go. It's, like, right around, it, you know, it's right near us. And um, so we can go there, and I can drop the kid off there and then go do my workout and come back. So it's, like, it's, uh, what do you call it, daycare or, like, Child care. Child like, care. Right there. It's child care. You drop your child off and go work. And so so it's it's perfect for a parent, you know, who wants to work out and needs somebody to watch their kid. Right. So I went there whenever, recently, did the stand play. And um, it really st- struck me of the, the juxtaposition of the security when you enter and when you leave. Let me explain. When I got there... Like okay, I'm dropping off my kid, dropping off my kid, my daughter for stay and play. He's like okay, well, okay, you need to sign the paper. There you go, fill, sign, put the thing. Okay, what else? Okay, now you need to scan your um, your ID, your uh, your you know not your badge or whatever, but like your 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 key, whatever. They give you a little thing, you know, your ID card or whatever. Okay, you scan it. Okay, what else? Okay, oh, okay, can we get a phone number? We need to enter now. We need to enter some other stuff into the computer. So like, like literally like these three different steps. Okay, and here you go. Here's your kid. Bring the kid in there. She's in the player. Okay, have a nice workout. Now, when I get back <coughs> to pick up my child, I walk in. I'm like, and I'm like, like, oh, there you. Hey, baby, how you doing? She comes over to the the, the, the door. Like the, the like the the little short wooden door that keeps the kids in. It's like okay, and then like I pick up my kid, I take her out, and I tell the lady behind the counter, I'm like, um, do I need to do anything? Do I need to sign her out? Do I need? She's like, oh no, you're fine, just go. And I'm thinking, <laughs> so all this all this five levels of security to sign my kid in, but absolutely nothing to sign when I which is the to take the child out. And it's like literally the bar is. Does the child want to go with me? <laughs> that's it. Is the child screaming, No! Who are you? Put me down. As long as that's not happening, it's perfectly fine. We just walk in, just take a kid and walk right out. Wow. 
I'm like, uh, I, am I gonna, gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and say, oh, they remember me? Yeah, like, like, or like maybe the the bar is, well, that child seems to look like that man. <laughs> but literally, I just walked in, just picked up a kid, just like, oh, you're fine, go. Like, I can just walk in and take any kid. But signing in the kid, oh, oh, oh we gotta be careful here. <laughs> anyway, so that's just my little YMCA story, yes, Awful. and uh, just a little. Thoughts? Any thoughts? Or... Um, yeah, don't take your kid back to that YMCA. That's uh, <laughs> <coughs> that's my thought. <laughs> I had that, or talk to somebody higher up and see what their their whole procedure is, because yeah, that's a little ridiculous. <laughs> I would not count on people remembering me to you know as their security uh, arrangement. But I mean, like maybe like they they were observing the kid, and like the, my child was saying, "Dad, hi, daddy." And I was like, "Hi, baby," and like, yeah, oh, there was an interaction. Exactly. Clearly, the uh, kid. How many custody cases go wrong in a parent? Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, you mean like uh, like a parent parent abduction, where like yeah. like daddy show, you know daddy doesn't have custody exactly. and then, like steals the kid. Or exactly. Oh, wow. so. Anyway, so just my little little collection of. Useless stories. What else? What else? Um, got anything else, cowboy? Uh, no. I think uh, I think that's a pretty good uh, a pretty good podcast for a uneventful Thanksgiving. Still not quite a hundred percent myself. Uh, not being able to put my best presentation forward this week, uh, kind of thing. <laughs> we got into a, a good full hour, and and like I said, we're trying to keep these easily digestible morsels for that is true, our ravenous right? fans. So, But I can't let us go because, you know, twice in a row, we forgot to mention the sponsors, so we have to mention the sponsors. Which is, this week, is Insomnia Cookies. Insomnia Cookies, uh, spinach, um, no, wait, wait. Um, st- well, Stay and Play, Stay and Play is definitely a sponsor. Yeah. Uh, Insomnia Cookies, what else are we talking about? Uh, Disney's The Fox and the Hound, now on home video. Oh, The Fox and the Hound. Um, uh, Balance, our theme today was, you know, give and take. Yes, Give yes. and take. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Reynolds Wrap, uh, makers of aluminum foil. <laughs> yes, okay, and Reynolds Wrap. Yes. So we got a nice, nice little variety there. And, uh, you know, shout out to, thanks to our listeners in heaven and hell. Yes. And uh, our new segments, our, uh, our, our pod post. Is that what we call it? Our, po- our, pod, our post? pod post, yes, yes. All, you know, all our, emails our or all, all viewer mail will be considered, be called pod posts. So our pod post segment and our, uh, what we'll still call it, the tinfoil hat segment. <laughs> yeah. This week in... Our tinfoil hat segment. All right, yeah. cool. And of course, anything Trump related would still be just this week in crazy. So. <laughs> This week, <laughs> let's just. I'm glad that we went a week with the Trump because, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just, let's just cleanse. Let's 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 have a little sorbet. Let's cleanse. Exactly. The I think I think we could all use a break from him. I'm I'm actually weary of it myself. So, I'll I'll, but, I'll back. Uh, I'll go back to attacking him. You know, next podcast or thereof. Maybe I'll try to go the rest of the year without doing it too much. Just because, yeah. I think I think it's wearing everybody down. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, just a quick shout out. If you haven't watched it already, uh, watch The Night of Too Many Stars on HBO. It was hilarious. You should watch it. It was so goddamn funny. 
I should. You, I definitely recommend like watching on demand or wherever, on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. The night. Did you watch the night of too many? Stars? I still have not. No, I, I need to. You should. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so funny. Like the second, especially, especially like the second half. So that was like a highlight of the week. It was really, really, really I, funny. I, this with the uh, holidays coming up. Hopefully, I'll be able to catch up on some some things that I've that yeah. I missed. So, like I haven't even watched The Walking Dead yet this season. It's it's pathetic. So. The entire season. Yeah, I haven't watched watch? a single episode this entire season. Oh, wow, because huh, I'm all caught up. Yeah, I, it's good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm still. I'm not going to abandon any time. Oh, I'm you not abandoning it. Now... I just haven't had a chance to catch up. I'm, okay, so one reveal, one news reveal, not on the show, but they revealed that there is going to be a character who crosses over the series. That that I did, yeah, that I did hear. I heard it. I heard it was. Uh, it's it's uh, Morgan. Morgan, yeah. So that's cool. And so no, God damn it! Now I, I feel like I'm gonna have to catch back up on Fear the Walking Dead because Morgan, Morgan, I, his standalone episode last season was fantastic. Yeah, he's a good character. Lenny James is a great actor. I used to watch a show called Jericho. Uh, he was on that. Uh, right. He was really good on that as well. Um, All right. So yeah. So. Uh, Great. Now I gotta uh, at some point I gotta catch up on Fear of the Walking Dead so I can see some more Morgan, and that's it. So that those are our sponsors, and uh, well, this is an, another week of uh, delightful uh, intro music and outro music. Well, that's so, that, uh, that's always that's always good. Maybe we can, you can compose a little piano piece like Paul Schaefer for our po- uh, pod posts and things like that. A little. Ooh, that would be kind of interesting. Little interjecting, okay. uh, little music for for our segments for pod posts for. This week wow. in uh, aluminum foil. I, I keep throwing more stuff at you. I would help, but I have absolutely no musical oh, talent whatsoever. So, um, I mean, I can challenge you to find a soundbite. Find a um, soundbite, like a, what they call a public domain soundbite. Like, for example, for our Facebook page, I found some. There, I found some. It's a picture of a clock, but it's like a completely free. Um, co- with a copyrightless photo, like I, I found some website. It's like here, everything on the website is completely free okay. of copyright to use for public and private use. So basically, there's you know people out there. I guess it's like they they promote themselves by like by you know, giving their shit away. For I wonder free. if kind of like what we're doing. I wonder if it, since so, AOL is defunct now, if the you got mail, I can use that. Uh, now yeah. no no find something that's if you can find something. If you give me a link to something, it's like a little music that's like free music, like you know, that has no right restrictions, or uh, or maybe I'll get into. I have so much stuff musically going on right now. I got to. Uh, I'm working. I'm, I'm working. I just finished up a new song. I've been messing with that. Oh, and here's a little teaser. Sometime in the far future, we're gonna have like a song. We talked about this offline. We're gonna have a song centric episode because i wrote a song a while back but i wrote it based upon darren's suggestion so there was a, and then so that we're going to present that song sometime in the future and actually we're going to do a recording of it with both of me you know both of your hosts your co-hosts are going to be part of this the song recording so that's just a little teaser for sometime <laughs> in the next six months but uh, so i got a lot of stuff musically going on right now so i'm gonna throw it back in you and say try to find some goddamn free music we can use you but got it camp town ladies you got it <laughs> yeah something by was it stephen forster what is his name Did all that stuff? swanee river you got it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> What's the guy from the mid eighteen fifty the eighteen fifties who did all like the is that is that Forrest? I think so, I think so, yeah. I think that was his name. Yes, yeah. exactly. We're gonna use Stephen Yes, Forrest, there you go. But the uh, public domain shit. You got and, it. Uh, 
Hum, how about just hum? You, my, my homework to you is like hum something. <laughs> Get a. How about this? How about how about just you going? Ooh, that's a tinfoil hat. Thing. Hey, I, quick quick thing since we talked about public domain, so I'll, I'll leave a lot with a last Uh-oh. kernel of knowledge. Do do you know how those public donate no. no, domain laws have changed recently? I do not. Okay, uh, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. I learned this from, if you ever get a chance to watch a show, it's called Adam Ruins Everything. It's on uh, True uh-huh. TV. It's a very entertaining, very fun show. And he do, they right. do a lot of research, and then they back up everything they say with, with links to articles uh, to, to, to kind of underscore their points. Public domain <clears throat> was pretty much the law of the land for things for quite some time and it was it was a set amount of time it was i believe the time was 75 years that if you Uh created something that that thing was yours for 75 years which they felt at the time was long enough for the creator and his children to to make a profit off of oh and so 75 years was was that time and then after 75 years that character would enter public domain it would no longer be owned by whoever created it so it would be free use at that point. But there was one character who had the 75-year mark coming up. And the lawyers came out and fought so hard to keep that, that character from going to public domain that it basically changed the public domain laws in this country. Can you guess which character that was? Uh, so we're talking 19, 75 years. Uh, so it's nineteen forty. No, no, this was this was in the this was the late nineties, uh, early two thousands when this lawsuit really happened. Oh, okay. So then, then we're talking about twenty. So like from the twenties. Yeah. So character from the twenties. Yeah. Is it Steamboat Willie? It was Mickey Mouse. Yes, it was Mickey Mouse. Yeah, exactly. Mickey Mouse, the company Disney who made their fortune off of making movies off of public domain characters like Snow White and <laughs> Cinderella, fought tooth and nail and changed the law so Mickey Mouse could not enter the public domain. And that's changed our laws to this very day on how public domain is done. Mickey Mouse is responsible for that. So, uh... I don't know if you probably don't want to get on the bad side of the company that puts out the Star Wars movies <laughs> because I'm saying you piss them off and then they're going to ban you from watching those movies again. And then, well, yeah, then what are you going to do? Oh, sorry, Darren, you, you can't, can't go oh, to Star oh, Wars yeah, Celebration. Yeah, no, hey. Yeah. You better watch it. You better watch it, what you say with the mouse. It's all trust me. Trust me. If you go to any of these Star Wars geek forums, what I just said about Disney is like the least offensive thing that some of these people say. You have. The Star Wars community is like any other community where you get fragmented and opinionated and people just get entrenched in certain things and they get insulting and fighting and, and bickering. And there is there is a, a I wouldn't say a, a majority, but there's at least a prevalent, a prevalent part of, of the Star Wars fan community that does not like Disney's involvement. And they do not like Disney. They don't like The Force Awakens. They don't. They don't like it, anything that Disney does to to promote and support Star Wars. And they they feel it's huh. it's an abomination. And some of it is justified. Uh, you know, the, without going too much into the nerddom here, uh, there was a whole series of books that were written over the last twenty years, and George Lucas was very cool with people entering the Star Wars universe writing books. To the point where he said all Star Wars books were canon, 
and they try they basically made a a a centered expanded universe of star wars in the literature with introducing yeah and then disney wiped it away yeah yeah disney wiped it all out and said that everything that happened before does not exist but they've slowly been introducing some of these old expanded universe characters back into the star wars universe like there's a character called thrawn that was in the first book written, Heir to the Empire, and he's back and stuff like that. So they're picking and choosing what they want. But yeah. Yeah. But but that wiping out, and a lot of people were just really involved in that expanded universe. By wiping that out, they, that really ticked them off. So And then there's other things that they're pissed off at. Like, but, you know, like anything in fandom, you, you get fractions of, of, of people who just are not going to be happy with anything. So Yeah, so... What we can say to them is, then don't go see the movies. Yeah, exactly. But they still do, and then they see him basically too bitch. So, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, so yeah. So there's your little lesson on public domain. But I will do my best to see if I can find something that is public domain, even though that. All right. Now, what was my homework? I think I look up methane ice or something. Yes. Yes. How how did that Where is it? how did that frozen methane get there? I my guess would be it was some type of underwater volcanic activity from millions of years ago that was so deep in the ocean that you know the cool the cold temperatures froze that gas and it's been sitting dormant and whatever but that would be my guess um i don't know i don't know all right i got my homework you got your homework is that it did we cover everything i think so wait let me check my notes i mean we already covered our sponsors Let's see. Notesy, notesy, notesy. Reading, reading, reading. Uh, no, that's it. I got everything. So just, uh, I look forward to uh, once again, Darren and Ted at gmail.com. That's D A R I N A N D T E D at gmail.com. Your phrase that and, pays um, is spinach balls. Phrase that pays is. Yeah, and what are they going to win? Do you remember? Uh, we've you remember got so much. Uh, there, there's everything from CDs to Star Wars figures to food items. Uh, I'd have to go back and look Double at everything, thing. but let me tell you, this box is getting filled. Uh, uh, we, what, are, what podcast is this? Is this number ten? Is this number ten? Woo! Tenth uh, anniversary. Yeah, this might be number ten. So there, we've we promised. I think after every podcast, I believe we promised a, an item after every single one. So you're looking? No, I don't think we we didn't started listen we didn't start listener prime till like the second. Okay, uh, like okay, the, I, yeah, I'd have to, not, yeah, yeah. But you're gonna get at least seven, eight different distinct yeah. items. Some of and them might be cool. Her- some of them might be crap. But hey, no, they're most they're mostly <laughs> crap. But hurry up and do it because I want to go back and get a cookie for myself. Yes, yes. He he, he needs to feed. So come on, somebody. All right. <laughs> yes, I loves insomnia cookies. <laughs> And that's it. Okay, let's well, take us out of here. We're gonna play it. We're gonna, gonna play, uh, us play, out. play us out. Let's play us. Out. We're not doing the fucking thing. Nah, no. But uh, anyways, I'm Ted. Let's change up a little. I'm Ted. I'm Darren, and you've been listening to and What About Now. What About Now. Until next time. Good night. Good night.